0: Still getting used to the pasture thing. And uh, she looks like she saved me some time about going to my background, so that's good. <laughs> no, I'm just um, you know, I was trying to figure out what to do tonight. Thank you. That's why I need her around, I guess. So I was trying to think, figure out what we're gonna talk about tonight and just really, I read one verse and we'll get to that, but um, and I was like, wow, this is very interesting and started downloading and uh, I was talking about it with Jen yesterday and and then Sarah said some things that were confirmation also yesterday, um, when she was singing, um, and then uh, anyway, so, I went and wrote down everything, and uh, it came out real easy, so I knew that was a good sign. His burden is light and easy. Amen. So um, why don't we go ahead and open our Bibles to Psalms 45, and we're going to be reading verse 7. But yeah, just to talk about what Jen said, I came here and I felt um, the presence of God very strongly, and I noticed that that was all they cared about. And uh I was doing worship when I was coming for the first time uh a- any time I was here with the people from a counter, I was coming to do worship, so I liked how freely uh, I was able to just lead and do whatever and uh how the spirit was uh able to teach me how to how to uh listen to him and not to just go off a set list or whatever I felt like but all right, so verse or psalms forty five seven Sorry, I haven't, I haven't spoken in a while. I'm going to have to s- try and stay on, on uh, point here. Usually I'm singing, and I usually have a guitar with me. I'm, uh, so, uh, Psalms 45.7. It says, you are passionate for righteousness, and you hate lawlessness. Um, I'm reading from the Passion. This is why God, your God, crowns you with bliss above your fellow kings. He has anointed you more than any other with his oil of fragrant joy the very fragrance of heaven's gladness. Now, I I just want to draw your attention to the fact that it says uh, you are passionate for righteousness. So he has a passion for right standing with God and hate lawlessness, which is, of course, breaking the law or doing wrong things. We could apply that today. Um, It also says that in Hebrews one nine, the exact same thing, but as you go on the uh the outcome of uh loving righteousness and hating lawlessness is that you are have joy so this is talking about Jesus and we are Christians right christians mean to be little christ right so if we want to be like Jesus at the core of who he w- he was he had a passion for righteousness and hated lawlessness so um the word hate jumped out to me, and uh, so I was like, I was going to look up the uh, de- um, Greek and all that, or Hebrew in this case, but uh, I just decided to ask God, you know, what's the definition of hate? And uh, I felt like I was supposed to share, if you've ever sat at a table and you were given vegetables when you were a little kid, and you were like, no, I'm not eating that. And then you ended up sitting there for a long time and you're waiting and you're waiting and you just are, s- no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. And uh, I think that's why he wanted me to do that because he likes to think of us as his children and remind us that it can be simple. And I think a lot of the times we overcomplicated it. So if it's broccoli, or in this case, lawlessness, we are to hate it. And uh, I think a lot of times, when you talk about sin, we don't like it. We don't like it. But it says, it says to hate it. And uh, I didn't like going to school, but I still went to school. I didn't like doing chores, but I still did them. And, you know, sometimes I enjoyed, there were some days where I enjoyed School. But going back to sin, there's sometimes where I put up with sin because I just am in the habit of it. Or there were some times where, you know, I would admit I don't like doing that. I don't like the fruit of it. I don't like the repetition of it. I don't like feeling stuck. But this really helped me understand that it's not just not liking it. It's hating it. It's refusing to take p- take part. It's, t- it's taking that next level. So I guess what I'm trying to say is hopefully this will help you guys, understanding as we, we dive in here of not just to put up with it, not just to uh, deal with it, but to p- hate it. Um, so uh, don't put up with sin. Learn to really hate it. So we're going to go to next to Proverbs 8.13. So this is actually the verse where I was like, wow, this is, uh, there's some benefits to this for sure. (coughs) So, 813, again, I'm reading from the Passion. So wisdom pours into you when you begin to hate every form of evil in your life. For that's what worship and fearing God is all about. Then you will discover that your pompous pride and perverse speech are the very ways of wickedness that I hate. So again, the first benefit of hating wickedness would be the joy, which we saw that in Psalms. And again, that was the one of the things that defined Jesus was his hate for wickedness. So again, wisdom is starts out with wisdom, the first thing in the verse. Um, I don't know. I should have uh, maybe read different translations, but this w- was just so good. Um, but the first is wisdom, so that's a benefit; it will pour into you, so y- you don't have to really do anything. When uh, when you hate, when you begin to hate the evil in your life, <coughs> for and then it also has in here, for that's what worship and fearing God is all about so it teaches you just this one thing about worship and about fearing god so with one thing when you begin to hate the things that are evil in your life so when you hate something again you are less likely to take part in it because you th- you're, you're a b- it's a big fat no right or i hate that whenever you hate something you want to get away from it and i have here i p- wrote down it's a cheat code <laughs> Because it goes along with the fear of God and worship. And that's all predicated on hating your sin or hating the evil in your life. So, uh, again, so I was thinking, like, what what part of the Bible does it show Jesus kind of being like that? And uh, it came pretty quickly. Um, I didn't really have to think about it. So let's go to Ephesians six. Of course, I went the wrong way. Ephesians six, twelve. first thing I wanted to read this too I have a couple more verses left but so this again is a fashion um, and it says your hand to hand combat is not with human beings but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion of the hel- heavenly realms for they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage so, when I'm thinking about the evil in our life, first of all, look at the world we live in today and understand that we are constantly surrounded by it. We are constantly bombarded by it. That's why coming to church is so important, because it gives you something to to devour, something to really put inside of you that will help you um, withstand the fiery darts of the enemy, like the Bible talks about. But not only that, But just realize that renewing your mind has gone both ways. So you come here, you renew your mind one way, but every day you're in the world. Every day you're surrounded by people who have no idea who Jesus is. And every day they talk like it too. So that's that's constantly being in poured into you as well without you even realizing it. You know, Amy made a good point today about some stuff that's even in, um, even in our shampoo and stuff, stuff that's not good for us. And she looked it up and found all this stuff out. And it's just all around us. You don't even know it. You don't even realize it. There's poison everywhere. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So when I talk about hate, of course I never mean that you are to hate somebody that makes you sin or the person, but you need to hate the spirit behind them. And you need to realize who is in control of them so we r- so never hate another human but th- the spirit behind the sin um and based on the bible he's the enemy of our soul and so that means you have every right because we are at war with him you have every right to hate what he says what he does and him himself um so just remember that so I'm gonna go to John two, thirt, thir- uh, John two. Um, we're gonna go to John two, thirteen. But just remember that it's never an excuse to go after somebody or anyone like that. Remember there's a spirit and uh, that's who we're really going after here. Because a lot of people will use this uh verse that I'm going to for an excuse to do whatever they want. And uh, it's, it's the story of Jesus slipping tables, but I thought it was eb- uh, very interesting <laughs> about what it says about him. So <coughs> two, yeah, where two, okay. But the time was close for the Jewish Passover to begin, so Jesus walked into Jerusalem. As he went into the ta- temple courtyard, you notice it was filled with merchants selling oxen, lambs, and doves f- for exuberant prices, while others were overcharging as they exchanged currency behind their counters. So Jesus found some rope and made it into a whip. Then he drove out every one of them and their animals from the courtyard of the temple, and he kicked over their tables filled with money, scattering it everywhere. And he shouted at the merchants, get these things out of here. Don't you dare make my father's house into a center for merchants. That's when his disciples remembered the scripture, I am consumed with fiery passion to keep your house pure. So just understand that at the very core of who Jesus was, was his hate for wickedness. And again, for me in my life, I think I never thought about hating it to the point where, like, I can't be around it and I can't stand it. I don't know why, but I've never heard anybody preach about really hating it to the point where, you know, but most of the time it's like, oh, we put up with it, but, you know, l- l- I'll show you this way, I'll show you that way, and, and maybe this is a different way of looking at it, just to absolutely put it at that place of hate, that when that thing comes in. I have uh, written down here some things that I'm pretty sure Many people don't like. I have written down snakes, uh, spiders, or bugs. I, ha- I have written here. Sometimes uh, chewing with your mouth open at the dinner table. Yeah, that's the c- that's what I'm trying to get you guys. Like ew! Like when you see a snake, you're not sticking around very long. No, no. When you when that spider or bug lands on your shoulder and you don't know what it is, you are punching yourself in your shoulder because you don't want that thing there, because you don't know how big it is. You can't see it. So that's what I want you to look at, that stuff that sticks around in your life. I mean, how many times have we seen the cartoon where the, w- the rat runs across the floor and the woman's up on the chair? That's how we need to react. Get that thing away from you. So you can uh, you can go out, and, and you're going to be in situations where there's things around you that you know that ar- shouldn't be around you. But instead of saying no, thank you a, a thousand times, just say no. I hate that, and uh, I think that it'll it'll work a lot better. Um, no, I really hate that. Like get that away from me, right? And even in uh, in your own life, when you're by yourself and the thought comes in your mind, you can tell the devil, no, I hate that. And by the way, I hate you too, <laughs> right? Because that was at the core of who Jesus was. That was why he was so successful. Because he never forgot that. He always hated wickedness and loved righteousness. And so, uh, yeah, so again, th- never to hate a human. But always remember that there's a spirit behind it. This whole world, there's spirits in everything. When I sing a song, there's a spirit in it. You don't think that that's the same with uh, a lot of the music and stuff. And even on like... Uh, Instagram and, and, you know, when you're scrolling and all those songs are in the background. You know, just be aware of it. I know that it's really hard to avoid it. It's really hard. W- what are you going to do? Just shut yourself in the room, turn off the Internet, never look at a screen again? I, that's hard. I mean, we have, to, we have to email. We have to do all these things to survive. But just be aware that when that stuff comes up, when that stuff pops up on the screen, whatever it is, or a thought comes in your mind to type something in, just remember, no, I hate that. I hate that. Because uh, when I was a kid, uh, going back to the broccoli, I don't think I've ever had broccoli at that point. But I just knew, I'm not, not today. Not today. I'm not doing it today. I- I'll sit here for five hours if I have to. Or how many other vegetables I've done it with? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure there were times I'd eat the vegetable that whole week. And then on Sunday, no, I'm not eating that today. I've had that enough. I hate it now. You know? So, it could be in one day. You could totally change your uh, perspective and change the way you think about it. Because, again, you may be sitting there like, I'm trying to stop. I'm just putting up with it, basically. Defeated. Like, uh, I'm in a habit now. But if you change the way you think and you look at it like I hate this thing because I hate wickedness, because I realize who's behind it, because I ho- realize what's it's trying to do to me, it's trying to pull me down, it's trying to be a rock in the river and and drown me. It's trying to keep me from the promises of God. Understand that if you take that, that look at it and you realize, well, I need to hate this thing, I need to get this thing out, it's a snake, it's a spider, whatever. Y- you're ready to punch it. You're ready to get it out of there. That for people, Chris. <laughs> but just realize that that stuff, you can say no to it. But maybe you just need to bump it up the level. Because y- just like I can decide one day not to eat that food because I don't want to eat it because I hate it that day. You can choose. Just like a child. It, it's not a. It's not a complicated thing. A child can do it, you know. How many times has your parents said, "I thought you l- liked that. It's probably because you ate it last week, and they have no idea. I don't know maybe i was I was picky, but uh I think that uh you know you just gotta bump it up that level, and maybe this is just a little extra tool in your tool belt to help you get through uh a day in this world we live in because it's fallen and because uh there's a spirit behind everything and uh You know, how many times have you wondered why people are doing things? Because they just don't know. They don't know. And uh, so with that, um, all I have written down is if it helps you, um, I think that this helped me. Uh, I actually made a hate list of things that I was going to decide that I'm going to change it to hate. I hate that now. So um, if you need to do that, go ahead. I mean, go home. Get out a list and write down the things, I hate these things, and every time that thing pops up in your mind, anytime that thing comes around, every time you see that thing, you can just say, I hate that. Get that thing away from me, and be serious about it. And uh, I didn't want to preach this because, of course, I'm not perfect, and if I've ever made a mistake, I'm sure lots of pe- you have seen me make mistakes before, but uh, you know, but I believe that the in the power of the word, I believe in the power of of being obedient and I pray that these, uh, this will help you and w- will help you, uh, you know, stop doing the same thing over and over again. Right? I mean, we've all got stuff. Like we said, I think this is a day about that secret drawer. I think God wants to deal with the, that drawer that nobody knows about, you know, and, uh, go ahead and take it and, and put it on that hate list and say goodbye to it. All right. That's all I got. Oh Yeah, I'll go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you, Father, for today, and we thank you, Father, for tonight. God, we, we thank you, Father, for it being a little warmer today. <laughs> Amen. Lord, we just come before you, um, and we just ask you to uh, water the seed that was sown, God, and I pray that it bears fruit. And I thank you, Father, that you love righteousness, so we want to be what you love. And I thank you, Father, that just uh, the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance this word. Anytime we're in a tough situation, anytime we want to just say no, but maybe we just need that extra little help. God, I just pray that we begin to have a, a no taste for it anymore and no desire for it anymore and actually disgust for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on Encounter Podcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you. We would be honored if you would prayerfully consider supporting this ministry by becoming a monthly partner or sowing a one-time offering helping us bring the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord to the lost and the continued training and equipping of his bride, the church. For more information on how to become a partner or make a donation, please go to Encounter1078.com and click on the donate button. Thank you, and may the mercy and grace of the Lord Jesus be upon you.